Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. My name's Joe. My name's Lauren. Narrow nerds. Oh, shit. Golden. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Narrow Nerds. Yes, that was on time. <laughs> I feel pretty good on I feel pretty good about that. Neuro Nerds. Alright, guys, welcome back to the Neuro Nerds. Uh today we're gonna kind of start right off with some nerdy aspects. We're gonna talk about our favorite villains Boom. and why. Because villains are awesome. You can't have a good story and a good hero without a villain. Right, right. The the greatest uh, movies, comic book or other, um, are I think are defined by the villains, you know? Yes, and it's not just your evil overlord coming to destroy the world or enslave the world, one-note hero, right. you're, you're, one-note villain. You're, it you're is... Dr. Evil petting a cat yes. asking for a billion dollars. Or sharks with freaking laser beams. <laughs> um, actually, I still, I still argue that Dr. Evil defines uh, Austin Power movies. You can't have Austin Powers without Dr. Evil. That's very true. Um, or Mini-Me. But, right? But the more... Um, built and the not built but the more developed your villain is oh, why is it that we were talking about loki and now you're talking about builds mm-hmm tom, or are you talking about tom hiddleston's build what builds <laughs> i'm was... i'm missing the the uh, innuendo here <laughs> anyways I, like if i had a like little screen like a uh discretion screen it's like a mental screen anyways um <laughs> Again, the more developed your villain is or your anti-hero or whoever you have in there, the better it is going to propel your story and your hero's journey. So our goal was, one, to talk about who are villains, you know, whether we do like the the like pointless, like we're just here to destroy the earth, ha. <laughs> or is it like, do you have a super complicated anti-hero um, that you love? I I think every Batman villain he has he I think he has the best rogues gallery. Um, one of my favorites is Mister Freeze. 
And it, which version? It, it definitely not Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> version. Um, I think the version from the cartoons and okay. the version from uh the video game Arkham Asylum, Arkham City. Okay. Amazing. So in the cartoon, it was awesome because he was just he was a doctor, and then his wife was dying, and she's like mm-hmm. frozen, mm-hmm. and like the company was like. It's like, I don't know. He was just like, he just needed to make her okay. Everything he did, every evil thing that he did was to get his wife help. Yes. That's that's all it was. If she was fine, he was going to be fine. Mm-hmm. But she, every time she was in danger, like he just went a little crazy. Okay. You know, and so I, I, I love that story. He's only a villain because he was trying to help his wife. He did it out of love. Right. But when did it go from love to either his own... I, I don't know Mr. Freeze much outside of the horrible movie. It's so, so bad. Um, Ice to meet you. Okay, but I do appreciate how campy it is. Okay, oh, that's, so it's so bad. awesome. But um, but I'm sure at some point it had to have transformed from just everything for his wife to a little bit more about him. Yeah, but the underlying, it, it was always about his wife. Like every time he went out and like he stole diamonds. Well, then and, how like, did he need to do these things? He did that to fund uh, the, the, um, to buy a research facility right. or like to do all the things that he needed to do to keep his wife alive. So then how did Mr. Freeze's arc in the comic and or cartoon affect Batman? Well, um, it, it, Besides uh, being his his uh, villain of the of the episode. Well, it, Batman, it, it's again, Batman's a little torn with mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Freeze, too, because he's like, ah, oh, shit, man, like he's just trying to help his wife. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, well, you can't help your wife and hurt people mm-hmm. or steal or destroy. Mm-hmm. So it's like this weird thing. But Batman being Batman, he's always awesome. So he's like, cool, you're now in a frozen prison. I'm going to do my best to help your wife. Okay. You know, which is cool. So that's one of your favorite villains. I I love Mr. Freeze because like he's is he a villain? Like God forbid something happened to somebody so dear to you, you would do anything and everything in your power to help that person. So now you're pushing towards the Joker where everyone is just one bad day away. Yes. Yes. Yeah, if you if you really think about that that's that's kind of true, you know? So like with Mr. Freeze in particular, he's like, "All right, I'm hurting all these other people. Yes, but I'm only hurting them as a means to help the one person that I love more than anything in this world. So his ends justify the means. For, for him? Yes. Yes. And if you think about it, like, outside, it's like, yeah, I might do the exact same thing. Right. So that makes him a little relatable if you remove the ice suits and all the ice puns. Um, <laughs> right. That maybe people can connect to his justification for what he's doing. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, all right. So um, was it Jean Valjean? He, he stole bread. Yes. Stole- oh, look at us. We're getting deep. Boom. How nerdy was that? Yeah. That now, came, now that where's that from? from? The, oh, uh, Les Miserables. <laughs> Boom. Les Miserables. Yeah. And so okay. it, he, he stole bread to yes. feed his family. Yes. Now, is that evil? It's it's illegal. Yes. It's a crime. Yes. But is it evil? Correct. So he did that because his th- those ends justified the means of feeding his family. Right. So it was justified that way. Mr. Freeze, he's doing everything. He's robbing. He's stealing. In some cases, murdering to help his wife. The one person he has left, the one person that he would literally do all this stuff for. Mm-hmm. Like the reason he exists is to make sure his wife is to see his wife alive again. Yes. You know, and that's I think that's beautiful. That's awesome. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good uh, good villain from DC. I, I think so. I, by the way, I thought Patrick Stewart should have played Mr. Freeze. No, not because oh, if you look at Mr. Freeze, he's more of a feeble, nerdy white guy. Okay. Not a giant Austrian <laughs> bodybuilder, bodybuilding, California <laughs> economy destroying 
<laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's really weird. Correct. It was so strange. Well, so if we're going off people Arnold Schwarzenegger has played, and I hadn't thought about this villain oh. until you mentioned it, but I was thinking about the Terminator, yeah. right? So in the first Terminator, right, Sarah Connor, the uh, the T-1000, right? T-800. Mm-hmm. T- oh, no. Wait. T- no, I thought it was T-1000. T-1000 is the, the Oh, that's one. right. The liquid, liquid one. one. It's the so, T-800. So the right. T-800, which is pay- played by Arnold Schwarzenegger in the first movie, is the villain, right? He's there trying to kill Sarah Connor and or... um. Reese Kyle Reese Kyle Reese yeah so he's sent back in time to kill Kyle Reese um Sarah Connor is like oh okay this guy's the bad guy they you know they conceive John and then at the end of the day they are able to kill the Terminator right that's pretty much like your basic like uh must kill robot you know your literal Terminator yeah your literal Terminator but what I really love about Judgment Day, Terminator 2, Judgment Every, Day. Is I will, it everything? Because it's a perfect yes, movie. It's an amazing movie. I will watch it anytime it is on TV. It is right up there with Hunt for Red October for me. Really? Yeah, because that's one of my favorite movies. It's up there with Aliens 2 for me. So in Judgment Day, what I like is they send, so they send the T-1000, right? And then John sends back the T-800, right? So if you imagine, it's what, 10 years later, 12 years later, mm-hmm. And Sarah Connor, and we even have that scene when she's in the mental hospital where she's being rescued by John. Oh, so right? dope. And she's terrified of the Terminator because to her, the Terminator kill was trying to kill them, right. did kill them, right? And so, and he says the iconic line, come with me come if you want to, want to live. Yes, exactly, right? And so, you know, regardless of that fact that here he's been reprogrammed by John to save him. I love, there's a couple scenes, and there was also a couple deleted scenes apparently or rewrites that happened where... The Terminator um, actually kind of became John's pseudo father figure. Right, right. Yeah, it was a little weird. I saw, I saw the deleted scenes, but I liked it, and I liked uh, that Sarah was commenting on it because you know, John. Here, here, you're talking about a chosen one, right? Mm-hmm. John has basically been told since the beginning that he's the savior of humanity, right? right. He's going to lead the resistance, and of course, as he says, like from all the different men that Sarah was able to hook up with, either to learn something. Or to gain something. I think that was just an excuse for her to go around whoring. My God. <laughs> but regardless, no, right? No. So right. John never had a father figure because mm-hmm. it was very clear that Kyle Reese was John's dad or whatever. Right. Um, but what I liked was seeing that that relationship happening, especially when you have a clear villain from mm-hmm. the first one. And then in the second one, it's this return and it's he's still a bad right. guy. It's like the same dude, but now he's not. He's the most likable murdering robot ever yeah and it's like he was able to learn right i, I don't know if they, the ai in there was actually learning but it changed right well and he was learning because he he's was. talking about he now he knows why they cry like why they can cry right and no also he learned not to kill right. and he's like oh well killing him that's just it's the fastest way he's like no don't kill exactly so he shot all the cops in the knees exactly and then i like how his on the his little screen it says casualty 0.0 right yeah. Like you could have had a point four, right, you know, right. someone bleeding out. But what I liked was this transformation in a clear villain into an anti-hero, right. right? And it was again, if we're talking about love, it was again for this affection and love, kind of showing that a machine could. It was like the idea: does a machine feel? Does a machine can they grow or learn to love? Right. Which is already a scary thought because we already had Skynet, right? Do, do they think? Uh, do they dream of electric sheep? I know. <laughs> but if you think about it, so we're we're kind of in the age of possible Skynet, like holy shit! Yeah, look life. at our phones. It's terrifying. Or they're saying, uh, I just read something where apparently Alexa. Oh, she heard you. Oh my god, 
there's one in here. It's terrifying. Um, <laughs> it's there's been like reports that she randomly laughs sometimes. Oh, yeah. It's like so creepy. Right. And so like Google's like or Amazon or whoever is like, don't worry about it. Like is she, we're fixing it. But it's like, oh, so what the hell is going on? Right. So right. I, I think about like we're in the age of possible Skynet. Right. I, I think uh, our tech is judging us. It's frightening. It right. Is. It's a little frightening. And to open our phone now, we look at it and it sees us. It's like, oh, oh yeah, it's you. I it's refuse you. to do You're that. Good. That face recognition. No, thank you. <laughs> but it does bring up the idea of can a machine learn? Can a machine feel? And is it genuine? And I would like to think that the T-800 Arnold version that's there for John Connor, he did learn and he did have affection and love for John. So here's how I feel about robots, though. Okay, it's mm-hmm. it's the 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 information that Mr. you're Freeze pumping was in. Kind of a robot, he, but he was a real person. Correct. He 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 wasn't even like a cyborg. He was just he went True. through this thing, and he's like, oh, the only way I can live a is super if suit. I'm like right, exactly, is in this frozen super suit, mm-hmm. or I die. But still human. So a, a, a robot, a computer, <laughs> a robot or a computer, everything it knows is what we put into it. Correct. All the information it has is all the information that we have. So once it starts figuring out information based on that information, cool. It's now becoming sentient, right? Yes. It's creating its own thoughts and mm-hmm. memories and you know you know what I mean? Yeah. But like so far all the information that it has is all the information that we have that we've put in it. So, Correct. Yeah. Well, and then I think it also, you know, I didn't anticipate us going this way, but this is cool too. <laughs> um it's like what defines us as human, right? What is it to be human? We do have the, you know, um, I think what separates us from animals is our brain and our cognitive function and the way we're able to uh, create the, there's some scientific way to say it, but basically it's our brain power and, and what our, we're able oppo- to do. Our opposable thumbs. <laughs> yes, our opposable thumbs, <laughs> what we can do with them. But so. <laughs> oh my God, just right? got weird. <laughs> so weird for you. Um, but so there's, that and so but if we're looking at machines like what other machines do we have in um basically almost every dystopian novel that has any sort of machines to it there's mm-hmm. some fear of robots taking over the world right, it's like the body matrix. snatchers oh, yeah exactly right? body snatchers the matrix the matrix even. right so then it becomes what is it to be human right right and is it some people say well it's the ability to feel love mm-hmm. right and some people would argue you know m- what i would maybe argue is maybe nihilistic or um very uh, cynical people is that love is just simply a uh, hormonal chemical reaction. It's a feeling of, of uh, familiarity. Right. So if we have examples in media and comic books and history and other things of, well, maybe not history, but mythology or mm-hmm. something like that, where there's robots that can feel and learn. It's mm-hmm. like, what now separates us? You know, what, right. Create, right? And if you think about like even our own brains, right? So like, since, our, our brains are like a hard drive. Since, since exactly, since you know this is still a, a talk about brain injuries, right? So what happens when you get an injury? When you get the blue screen of death for five minutes on your own brain, right? Like you kind of fried your brain, you banged your brain, um, you exploded your brain, You're right? Right. So one or the other. It's like what happens now? I you know I didn't have any huge feelings of like oh my god, like <laughs> am I real? Right? right. But I've met people that literally have. Um, a mental they have a couple of mental illnesses where they literally don't think the world's real anymore like their their grasp of reality is different i'm working on that yeah. i it, it took me a while especially coming back and i i really felt like i woke up in a parallel universe mm-hmm. i i did because um everything went black for me for like i don't know a, a month, month or two 
it, it was it was a lot so like in waking up and then just seeing the things that have happened i was like oh my god i woke up into back to the future 2 where this mm-hmm. orange idiot is taking over um it, it's it's really weird it's cause... like captain america like he went to sleep with the it nazis is. and then woke up and he's fighting the chitari it's like what the fuck? That's exactly how I. That's I say that at least five times a day. <laughs> I say that when I wake up every morning. What, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> <clears throat> it's, just, it's weird. It's it's I, I don't know. The brain is a very strange thing. Oh my! Like the idea of mind over matter is one hundred percent true. I agree. The with more that. you, t- if you believe something enough, the brain will make it happen. There are people who are not sick, but they tell themselves and they believe wholeheartedly that they're sick. So the brain will create a sickness in right. your body. Like, you, like you, I've seen, you can create hives on your yes. own body, even though you're not allergic to anything mm-hmm. or, or you, your, your brain is a, a powerful thing. It could, it can heal, it can hurt, but mm-hmm. you know, it all depends on like, I don't know where you channel that energy. Yes. So like, like for me, I'm channeling that energy into like all positiveness. Exactly. It's all rainbows and butterflies for me. Well, it's not always rainbows. It's and butterflies. not. Oh, so, so here's the thing. Um, being uh, uh, mentally, I guess, uh, healthier than I've ever been in my life. Oh, I was going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, partner. <laughs> so be, like, uh, I'm, I'm the healthiest that I've ever been. And I, I don't remember where I heard it, but I did hear it. See, there was a it, voice see, in your head that told you. Yeah, it spoke German, so I didn't really understand what it said. Um, <laughs> <It'll> I, hydra. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. So it, it's uh, see, that's the memory thing, short term memory. It's, mm-hmm. it's not great, but I do remember exactly what was said. And it's not that healthy people or positive people. Um, the world. Every time I talk to somebody about being positive, I hear this a lot. Well, the world isn't positive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not everything is great. Mm-hmm. That is very true. Hundred percent. It just depends on what you focus on. Do you want to focus on how terrible things are, how bad the weather is, how the you know the economy is this and this person did that, or do you want to focus on man, how beautiful is the sky today? Or man, I woke up today. I woke up today. Like how amazing in that. So it's not necessarily. <clears throat> oh man. See, I'm glad I have water. Mm-hmm. It, it's not necessarily that like I'm super positive and there's nothing bad out there. It's just being this mentally healthy, I can deal with the bad a lot better than I used to. And people who are so stuck and angry and upset, they just haven't been able to either process that out or they haven't hit that point where they can focus or um, shift to like the positive instead of just all the negative. Yeah. And I think that's a really good point in looking even at our villains in popular culture, you know, with um loki or not ultron because ultron's just a Mm. machine but you have all these these um people that are focused in their suffering in their victimhood and uh, these characters you know looking at loki one of my favorite villains i think the mcu is probably most successful villain um neuro nerd lauren have you seen black panther yet shut up um Mm -hmm. that's a different type that's a different type of villain no it's an amazing villain a lot like loki yes i agree a lot like loki killmonger there's some people who haven't seen black no that's true i'll just stick with loki we'll stick with loki because if you haven't seen like the avengers or thor it's kind of a problem yeah you should you're so 2000 and late like come on you you are but but killmonger is right there with loki with the same kind of like He's a villain, There's this but I understand grayness. where this yeah. dude's coming from. Yes. So if we're looking at Loki, Loki, you know, from at least his MCU movie um, verse kind of origin story, he's been victim, quote unquote, victimized his whole life. He's felt insecure and unworthy and unloved, not good enough. You know, a lot of us have these same things. And Loki had a choice. Unfortunately, he didn't choose the best way and right. circumstances as they were did not encourage him to choose the positive path 
path. But even through the movies that lo- the character of Loki has been in and through the brilliance of Tom Hiddleston's yeah. acting, uh, he's it's been able to show that Loki is is still focusing on his own internal pain yeah. and not taking accountability that his actions now it's it's no longer what happened to you. It's what you're doing now. It's right. just perpetuating his uh, villainry. Right. And yes, we all love him. We adore him. But he's still a bad guy right now. Right now, after Ragnarok, he's trying to be better. Right. Because right? even because it really I think it really hurt him in that scene where Thor is like, I thought the world of you. Yeah. Right. And he's like. Yeah, now we're we're good. We're good. Peace he's like, out. He's like he, he's my brother. He killed eighty people. Yeah, step brother. <laughs> no, he's adopted. He's adopted. Yeah, <laughs> but so if looking at that and we take that into ourselves, it's like how much do we focus on that negativity? You, right. Joe, was talking about energy vortexes. You know, and when you're having you know a bad day, you know you're gonna wake up with a crick in your neck. You're gonna come out of your bed and stub your toe Man. on your desk. You're gonna get up and you're not. You're gonna forget you forgot to get gas and you're running late. You're going to go to the gas station and all the pumps are full. And then you're going to get in traffic when there's some stupid car accident that's in front of you and everything just goes wrong. I'm sure we've all had those days where everything just seems to go wrong. Yeah, you're just stuck in a negative vortex. Like I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen to other people Mm -hmm. because unfortunately my whole life I was surrounded by people who are just stuck in negativity. Mm -hmm. And then I've also seen it happen to myself where I'll like wake up and, you know, I'm like, oh, well, this phone call just didn't go right. And then I'll stub my toe. Ow, stub my toe. And then like I'll drop something and break something. And Mm -hmm. then I'll forget, oh, well, I was supposed to do this. And this got canceled. And I'm just like, oh, wow. Like all of this negative stuff just happened. Maybe I'm bringing this, uh, you know, uh, uh, upon myself. Mm -hmm. Once I kind of shifted, again, therapy, Mm -hmm. amazing. Once I started like really, really focusing on the positive, uh, you know, after you have a near-death experience, <laughs> yeah, you nothing, have... <laughs> nothing is really too bad. No. You know, it's like, oh, man, traffic. It oh, like yeah, gives you traffic. real perspective. It really it really does. Or like, oh, man, this guy just flipped you off. Oh, yeah, it sucks for that guy. Like, he's having a horrible day. That's There's no way that's going to affect me because I'm here. I'm breathing. I'm walking. I'm remembering what's happened. This is awesome. One of the things I do for Lent because uh, I already give up. I can't eat bread to begin with, and I love chocolate, but it's easy not to eat it. Uh, both of those things are so delicious. Shut up. Um, one of the things I do for Lent is I give up thinking negative thoughts about other people. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So you know, and it's hard because I, especially when I drive, I drive hours and hours a day. I drive like a hundred miles a day for work oh, and gosh. stuff. But, you know, so I'm on the freeway and there's people who don't know how to drive and they suck. And oh, my God. And I get so uh, angry. Are you saying those people are women? You're sexist, Lauren. I'm a woman and I drive great, <laughs> totally despite joking. my many, many car accidents. Being raised uh, by all women. Clearly, I'm joking. Right. Um, but, you know, it's so easy how we can expend energy, like thinking about, oh, this person who cut me off. And oh, my God, they're in a Prius. I hate Priuses. Um, Prius I. Prius I. Um, or Prius, as they say on Top Gear. Um, the original Top Gear. I cannot watch the new one. Um, but no, I'm serious. Right. Um, but we spend so much energy just thinking negative thoughts about other people. So I catch myself as I start it. And what's cool is I've made like the decision not to think it is I actually can't complete the thought. Like I will right. start being like, oh, my God, this. And then it stops. The That's thought awesome. Because I remember that I'm like, wait, we're not thinking about that. Right. So I'm focusing less negative energy. I'm working on feeling it towards myself because it's a lot easier to get mad at yourself and, and be negative towards yourself. Absolutely. So, but now that's also pointing out when I start to feel negative about myself, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, recognize, recognize. Maybe I can't resolve it right away, but I right. can at least recognize I'm being unfairly negative. That sounds like super healthy. 
Yeah, it's really hard. It, no, very, <laughs> very difficult. <clears throat> I mean, the best things in the world for us are, are super difficult, but very well worth it. If you can get through like the little hump of mm-hmm. just starting it and getting past it, it's so much easier. So like I, I'm writing this really amazing, positive momentum and this positive vortex. And I'm just like trying to stay there. And yeah, I, the opposite I, of the negative vortex is right, the positive vortex. I, I think it's really helped in my recovery. You know, like I, I never fought I, or I actually I didn't fight too hard with a lot of um, my recovery physically, mentally. I was just like, all right, I need some help. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I It sucked that I couldn't really walk very well getting out of the hospital but not once was i I just gonna just all right well i i don't want anybody to help me walk at least you could walk exactly i had to use a cane and i was like i I didn't want to use the cane but i did like i would forget i'm doing quote fingers i would forget it at home (laughs) um but i i I would use it until i didn't have to use it anymore you know Mm -hmm. i did all the exercises i did all the, the 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 things i was supposed to with my physical therapist um and i i didn't even i much as I wanted to, to just lie and say everything was fine, I'd say, all right, well, talks to my physical therapist. I fell down yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I lost my balance. I did this. I did that. And I, I stood positive no matter what. You know, um, I would forget everything. There was somebody that I met like a week ago. And then when I saw him again, I'm like, I have no idea who you are. <laughs> you know, I tell my occupational therapist that. And we worked really, really hard. And I stood positive instead of getting frustrated when I would forget stuff, when I would feel like I was reverting, which is all the time. Mm-hmm. It still happens. Yes. It still happens now. You don't like, trust the recovery. No, no. I'll have like a little freak out. I'll have a something. And I'm like, man, I, I how am I here again? Like, I've yeah. come so far. But that's 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 true. I have come so far to fall back. Yes. So one step forward, two steps back sometimes. You know? Exactly. But you're still moving forward no matter yes. what. If, Keep stumbling forward. Exactly. You, if you, you're going to trip up, you're going to have a hiccup. But like, let's not turn that like little trip into a fall down like a the bunch abyss. of steps. You're not falling off the bifrost into the void. Okay. Ooh, right. Super nerdy. Love we, that. Well, not that nerdy because we know what happened to Loki. Thanos found him and tortured him. Right. Yeah. And, and nobody wants to be tortured by Thanos. No, not at all. Because you will only wish for something as sweet as pain. <laughs> <clears throat> but but yeah, it's if you stay positive, like positive things happen. I know it sounds super campy and super hippie, but like energy is like a beautiful thing. And yes. if you focus on like the positive nothing but positive things can happen even if like some negative shit pops up which yeah. it's going to you're in a much better place mentally to deal with it and move forward like in yeah. a good way like have your moment have a pity party say my god this sucks this is really hard i'm really sad i'm not happy and then move on yeah look everybody there's been horrible things happening to everybody yes you can't let what somebody else does or say affect you you're mm-hmm. stronger than that. You're better than that. You know, And I always like to tell people your trauma is your trauma is your trauma. You cannot compare your At trauma all. to anyone else. At all. So if like if I'm thinking about me, like my trauma pre head injury was like, oh, I had a depressive episode and I was super sad. And mine had to do with being a control freak and um, issues of mediocrity because I'm terrified of that. Right. You're definitely so, not that. though. No. So that was my like my issue and my quote unquote trauma. And then I would start to minimize it and feel really bad. Like when people would talk to me and they've had, you know, repressed sexual abuse as children. Right. right? And then I'd sit there and be like, oh, my God, why is this such a big reaction in me? And by comparison, but right. what you're comparing there is like apples to elephants. Right. Like, you just can't. There's can't. no comparison. You no. Know? And on, on yeah. my side, I always wanted to be mediocre, but I can't because I'm so amazing. <laughs> and humble. So I'm the most so humble. humble. The most. <laughs> but everybody's story is their story. Yes. You know, and um, my, my biggest thing with everybody, including myself, and I hope everybody feels this. 
no matter what trauma you went through, whether it's like, you know, personal, whether it's physical, no matter what it is, be better than it. You know, don't let it define you no matter what it is. Work beyond it. Work beyond yeah. it. Yeah. You, know? you know, sometimes it's a little scary when someone says, you know, oh, be positive. Oh, you're still here. There's almost this like there's a heaviness. There's an obligation and responsibility that gets attached with it. And right. we put an unrealistic timeline on ourselves mm -hmm. to move past it and get better. But I always like to say, like, you just got to keep moving every day. Some days you might move a mile and some days you move half an inch. Like, that's great. I love that. Right. Yeah. You just got to keep moving and trucking kind of forward. You, you know, your forward might turn a little sideways. Mm -hmm. It might turn a little circle back. But as long as you keep stumbling right. forward, keep, keep your progress. intentions always, always moving forward. Be like Luke Cage. Always forward. Oh you're right come on well and on that note <laughs> make thanks guys again make sure to follow us on social media right uh you can check us out at the 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 neuro nerds everything the neuro nerds.com at the neuro nerds on um instagram don't Facebook. forget the, the the yeah we are the the neuro nerds the the tomato tomato um <laughs> I, I, say the. I am at joso rocks um everything uh, check out, you know, my, my blog on my website, uh, josorocks.com. And anybody, I want to hear your stories. I actually want to post your stories on the You So Rock section of my website because you guys do so rock. And, you know, um, uh, leave comments. Hit us up individually. Mm -hmm. We're very nice people. <laughs> you can uh, also catch me on Instagram um, because I don't have the same uh, handle for everything. I'm Lauren L. Manzano. Twitter, it's TankBBG. And then make sure you can share this episode with anyone or listen to it at any time on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Stitcher. TuneIn, and SoundCloud. Boom. Neuro yeah. nerds. Unite. Oh, oh, yeah. oh damn. damn it. <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> Neuro nerds. <laughs> unite. Oh, I'm glad we didn't go the other oh, way. I know. I know. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do 
not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.